to get with the programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. Have we all had time to take a breath and, and process a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Dude, the world was, was a buzz <laughs> it was yesterday. On fire yesterday. It was a buzz yesterday. What I thought <sighs> was interesting was watching uh, different people based on kind of wherever they're wherever their feet are sitting, whether they're like mm. a purely affiliate owner or they are a competitor or whether they are a coach of athletes or whatever it is. Or a pure hater of all things in general. Or, or just all <laughs> things. Like, you did what this time? Ah, burning it down. And the guys um, got me, people like me who are just like totally on the positive, like, you know, hype train. Well, the, the one that was interesting to me um, was uh, Craig Howard. Mm. Um, yeah, old school dude, you know, has been around a long time. CrossFit Games champion himself. I didn't forget this time, dude. You know, his wife is in the mix nowadays competing. And he the attitude that he took, which is very it, it's very if you are an athlete or a coach, the attitude that you need to take is I don't give a shit what you change it to mm -hmm. because that's the, that's what that's what we're on. If you made the line this way or if you made the race is this far or it's up this hill or whatever. It's like, I don't care. Tell me what the rule is and then let's go. Because like, what's the point as an athlete? Well, it's dumb that they did it this way. And it's stupid that they did it that way. And the coach, it's like, it's dumb that they did it that way or this way, because that's not your job to think that way. It's your job to go, okay, what do I need to do to get either myself or my athlete in? Mm -hmm. And you go from there. So I, it was, it was interesting seeing a very old school guy, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's been around as long as I've been around. Um, feel that way and take that stance. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was, it was interesting. That's I'm a really like, great yeah. point. Because I mean, competing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, well, we got a, it, we got a long laundry list of things to get to today. But yeah. this is a great starting point because if anybody knows Craig, Super OG, cross at Diablo, been around forever. You're neck of the woods in California. I say neck yeah. of the woods if like if California is really small, but it's not. It's a um, neck of the woods. <laughs> neck of the woods, right? <laughs> but Craig has, look, he was uh, like the California rep until he decided to actually like, take a stand. And then the powers that be were in charge of HQ at the time, which not the same people now. Right. Uh, we're like, well, you don't get that position now because you're speaking out against like COVID regulations right. and shutdowns, which good for Craig. Yeah. <laughs> you were totally. right. Totally. <laughs> you were right. So this guy is super OG, hardcore CrossFit to his core, and is not afraid to speak his mind if he likes something that comes out from CrossFit or doesn't like something. And I would say, and then I'm just saying like it's on the negative side, but like he'll be pretty boisterous about his opinion on things in CrossFit. This one, hundred percent, yeah, yeah, is I would say a little bit different on some of the tones that his has come out with. Of like you said, everyone just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it, it's like you know, for some there's a reason to complain. For others, I would say opportunity like, to even... complain, not reason to complain. Well, okay, yeah, that's, I mean, reason again, would mean if, if you're an athlete, factual. Or a coach, it doesn't matter. As an affiliate owner, the the only thing that you need to worry about is, okay, if this is the thing, then how am I going to maneuver my gym around that? Whether that's, you know, when I was on the show, on Seven show yeah. with, with JR talking about the time that's going to be involved now. 
What mm-hmm. do I need to do to get my people fired up? How do I, you know, what do I need to do? And that's, I think, where anytime you have a teacher that has their lesson plan that they've done for a handful of years, that they, they now have to change that lesson plan. It's like, fuck, mm-hmm. I got to start all over again. I have to try to reinvent <laughs> all the, 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 the stokeness and the fire and the passion. And it takes energy to do that. So, like, I get it. I understand. I understand all of the angles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and as much, even as much frustration as I was, as I was showing yesterday, um, you know, when it gets down to it, when you boil it down, if I'm an athlete, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's fair or not fair. It doesn't matter if they're taking 40 or they're taking three. Yeah. I just have to figure out how I need to get into whatever that number is. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yes. And a lot of the, look, there's still some things that we don't know, right? which will have a massive impact on how this gets executed and run around the world with affiliates, whether they're in the gym or in the garage, centering at everything that you just talked about. And those are going to be a lot of the talking points that we're going to work our way through when we look at specifically this 25% to quarterfinals change because surface level people have their opinions. You know, we put in the titles like the always, if cross it does something different with their season structure, with qualifying spots or <laughs> registration, it's like money grab, right? right? That gets tossed. That gets tossed around so much. And we'll talk about that, what it really means, how it could be viewed as that for specific reasons. Uh, like we said, we're, we're going to talk about the system itself, the changes from last year to this year, uh, the relevance. And we did this a little bit yesterday, how it was like the five week open pre in, you know, 2011 to 2018. We'll talk about the impact it has potentially on affiliates because we still don't know exactly what the impact could be. We have a decent idea, but that'll come down to things like programming floor plans, Time states, <laughs> right? Because it could be really bad. We'll talk about that. Uh, the the impact on the athletes. Good save, Good save right there. Thank Good you. Save. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, leaderboard implications for quarterfinals. Judging implications with this new twenty five percent programming being, I would say, a major player in how this all unfolds, which is. A programming show, which is, you know, we'll be able to speak on that a little bit better than finances. <laughs> right. Totally. Uh, we'll talk about money, what that could mean, what it could not mean, and the importance of executing a certain way for it to either come across as a certain way or actually be a certain way, depending on what direction it goes and how it's right. executed. So that's right. the show in a nutshell of what we'll go through. And if you've been living under a rock over the last 24 hours, we're, we're about 24 hours from when it was announced. Almost exactly. Almost yeah. exactly. Uh, when everyone in the world with the YouTube channel went live at the same time. And, and everybody had three viewers. It was great. And everybody had three viewers because we're taking it all from each other. <laughs> is that CrossFit announced new season structure for the 2024 CrossFit Games. There's things that we already knew. The CrossFit Games finals will be separated as far as age group adaptive individual teams and teenagers. The, I guess in the press release, the names of those finals have been secured. And I believe it's what? Teen CrossFit Games hosted by Pit Teen Throwdown 
Legends CrossFit Games or Master? What is that? I can't remember. Uh, Masters CrossFit uh, Games. Masters CrossFit Games sponsored or hosted by or sponsored by Legends. Legends. Adaptive CrossFit Games. So it's basically those key demographic title CrossFit Games hosted by these host competitions, which is cool. Now we got the names. Real fast. Do you think they should have done that? (sighs) What do you mean? Initial reactions on, we have the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Teen CrossFit Games hosted by Pit Teen Throwdown, da-da-da-da-da, and the la-la-la-la-la-la-la, or should they have just said CrossFit Games Masters, CrossFit Games Teen, CrossFit Games, because it's the, you know, whatever the title sponsor is, they're not the title sponsor, they're the hosting group that's doing it yeah um it's still the crossfit games and i I think that it would personally if you take that title off of that or the if you try to make it that that's not the title crossfit Mm -hmm. the crossfit champion the crossfit games champion masters or age group whatever if you start removing that then i think you lose the feel of what it's supposed to be. Not trying to take anything away from Legends, not trying to take anything away from Pit Town. I see. Um, or Pit Team. But I like think adding like, the hosted by portion. Yeah, like all of that stuff. Like I, I think everybody knows. Yes. And if they are the if they are the <laughs> if they're the hosting group that like they put all of their information on their threads, on their social media feeds, CrossFit when they post it up, it's CrossFit and Pit Teen throwdown crossfit and legends and they're put they're posting stuff about the athletes and about the this and about the that mm-hmm. to show that uh um that that team that I get team it. yeah um but i think if if they're if you remove it mm-hmm. and change the name of it or adjust the name of it, then all of a sudden it sounds like they're not the crossfit games champs anymore i want to know jason grubbs is the crossfit games champion four-time masters champion mm-hmm should still be able to say that. Not the the CrossFit Games champion hosted by the but the, the, the Okay, the, yeah. I, mean? I see it. I don't think those titles will be in like the mainstay what it's called. I think just for that announcement, it's part of that and if it's written on paper, it could be part of that, but like say social media teen CrossFit Games champion should be what it's called. I hope that's the case. Masters CrossFit Games champion should be what you're called. Right. Right. Hopefully in the press release, Instagram post of you are the winner, it doesn't say hosted by, but it could be in the, I'm fine if it's designated at times, but not as part of like sponsored by, like you're saying, like it's not part of the logo. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Fine. But I'm also in the camp is like you win the CrossFit Games as a Masters, you are a Masters CrossFit Games champion. Oh yeah. Totally. Not Not the the CrossFit CrossFit Games champion of the Masters division. Right. (laughs) You don't get to like hide that part. That's what you are. That's what the no, competition you're the is. Yeah, you're the you're best. The Masters champ. You're the Masters CrossFit Games champion. I'm cool. Yeah. I like it's called Teen CrossFit Games, Adaptive CrossFit Games, Masters CrossFit Games. And then if they want to add that little tidbit on like written parts of paper, fine. But in the logo, no, do not put that in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay, system. We'll talk old system systems, perhaps, because this is part of the conversation. We did this a little bit yesterday in new system. Old system opens regionals CrossFit Games. Five weeks, barring some differences in the first year. Five weeks of the open, 
one workout a week, five weeks added together, it qualified people directly from the open to regionals, which is now our current semifinals. From there, they went to the CrossFit Games. That's what it was for eight years. New system, we'll take out the sanctional shit. New system (laughs) was open three weeks, quarterfinals, three weekends separated of team, individual, and masters, age groups, whatever, okay? Three separate weeks of quarterfinals. The new system, or or sorry, and then top 10% of indie and age groups went to quarterfinals. Top 25% of teams went to their quarterfinals. So now you have three weekends of the open, three weeks of quarterfinals. That's six. Last year, same thing, except they they split teams and age groups in the same week block. It was like Wednesday to Saturday were the team, and then Saturday to Monday or something were the age groupers. So it was two weekends long, but it was like a week of stuff. This year, it's three weeks of the Open, two weeks worth of quarterfinals. Week one is teams. Week two is indie age group at the same time where the programming will be majority of the same and you just get placed in both categories if you qualify for both categories. Three weeks, two weeks, five. So we have less time as far as like weeks of competing from six to five. But now we're taking 25% across the board of teams, individuals, and age group athletes to the quarterfinals. And this is where we talk about the new system and what the potential impacts here, pros and cons, as we move forward. Did I get everybody set up okay? I think that was pretty pretty good. Basic. What we want to look at pros and cons is impacts this could have on affiliate owners, specifically two quarterfinals, because we talked and everybody talked at nauseum was, what does this do for the Open? The Open is a worldwide participatory event that you can pay 20 bucks for and join in this worldwide competition, qualifying you to quarterfinals. What would you like... Before we move to quarterfinal specifically, I know you've you've always said this is that you would love basically a descriptive purpose of the of each stage. Yeah. How do you uh, look at the open from a this vantage point? Um uh new system or old system, the idea for me is that this is the community competition. So it's my job as the affiliate owner to fire my people up to say, hey, every day we put your name up on the leaderboard, up on the whiteboard, so you know where you stand every single day. This is a time that you get to test yourself out against other people in your age group, other people around the world, um, or what you did last year or other years that you've done the Open. It's a competition setting, not a chance to... Um, adjust it to your best, to where you can get the best workout necessarily, but a test. Let's see what you can do. So I think it's important to have that. So I th- I think that um, I can get, I still can get very excited about doing that because I think that it's fun to do. There's an element of competition, whether people say that they're competitive or not, mm-hmm. there's an element of competition for every single person that comes in here. 
every single person, whether they are the high end competitive person or the I've never done a competition ever, but they're like, okay, well, what did that person do? How mm -hmm. close did I get? Maybe not that I beat them. Right. Could I get close to them? So there's always an element of that. So I think that it's very important for this piece um, to be a big deal. Uh, it was actually really interesting. I was coaching a class last night after all of this was going on. And one of our members was talking about uh, if you compared or if you use the idea of NBA, the NBA season, okay. where the beginning part of the season is high spectacle, it kind of mellows out as you get through the, the, the meat of the season. And then it gets to high sport as you go towards the world championships. Okay. High spectacle meaning you get everybody fired up about something. You're not going to find the best in the, you're not going to find the, the world champion, the NBA final champions in the first cut, you know, the, in the first month or so. But it's not about that. It's about hyping it up. And I hope that for us, that's what we do. We need hype. We need excitement. We need fun. We need fireworks. We need fun programming, good programming, mm -hmm. um, exciting stuff where it pushes people's limits so that everyone gets a feel of that competition. And the, the more that that is set up that way, the better that will be. As far as an affiliate owner, I mean, I have to do what I need to do to get people fired up. There's already kind of FUD that's floating around and even maybe my own personal opinions about how this thing is. But when I'm trying to disseminate, disseminate that, that out to my people, I need fireworks. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to do. My initial is like, okay, how do I get everyone fired up? You know, yep. as far as the three weeks, <clears throat> I think that that's relatively easy to do. I know that five weeks um, was very long for an affiliate owner because you got to keep everyone running for five weeks. Yep. And I also was and engaged while I was doing that and right? maintaining that energy is hard. Yeah, it was tough. It is hard. So like, I get it. Um, but I also don't do that. You know, like I know Jr. was having was really discussing about that and, and trying to think like shit how the hell are we going to do this but he mm -hmm. also is running the crash crucible he's running his other events that he's got yeah, has crash gone. So that takes a lot of energy so like i get it i get it but for me like i, I don't run occasionally i'll run competitions I, I haven't run one in a while um so it's like okay how, my whole thing is let's get everybody fired up i want the fireworks yep and i that's where i want crossfit's help okay to make it fucking exciting not watered down, not, not, not count. That's why I was bummed about the 25%. Fair, fair. Um, fireworks and excitement can be done without CrossFit games, movements, equipments, and implementation. You don't need a pig in there. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to flip right. a flip pig. I just want to put that, like, for those that don't, they're like, oh, well. If it's to taught 25%, it's watered down, then the program is going to suck and where the fireworks like you can get a firework level workout or event program. Would, would, would you consider the CrossFit Open 2015, 2016 fireworks? <sighs> Think about what those were. What was the first one? Well, I just and I it doesn't it's not an event necessarily, but when you think about those, like when I when I think about it, I think they're doing it in an affiliate. They got Dave. They have all the people yelling and screaming. Oh, we yeah. Have all the yeah. stuff that's being hyped up. We It comes up. The event comes up. We have the, the cryptic handwriting on the board. We have. The well, wasn't it the Rich versus Matt, too? Save you. All of those things. Yeah. All of that stuff. To me, that's fireworks. Yeah. That's hyping it up. Okay. And the, 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 even, I mean, even the, the generally, I 
I'm not talking the burpees and the burpee pull-ups and the shuttle runs. Generally, those have been fun. I mean, the workouts were fun. They were, but they're hard. also very basic. Very basic. I mean, granted, there were some. There were some that had like you know ring muscle ups in there, and I get eventually. That. And yes, I think, yes. I think I think gated workouts are great yes. because then every, especially at that level, because then you have all levels are being able to compete mm-hmm. at their level. So I, I mean, if you do it right, it can still be amazing. But like when I think of fireworks, I think that way. It has to be if it is a okay athlete. Go ahead and read the workout. I'm so over athletes and random Dude. people reading the events. I'm over if it's it. that. Then no, that's so over it. fireworks. No fireworks. Yeah. Let me pretend to be Dave Castro. Like only Dave Castro should do Dave Castro shit because it's annoying, but it's also awesome. And if you try that's to do it, want. then you're just annoying. Right. <laughs> well, between like him and like, you know, Rory, I mean, the thing, you think about the, high, <clears throat> the heyday of it. Yeah. Rory doing his big thing is in front of the crowd. And <clears throat> I mean, I think that that's important for CrossFit. If they want, if they want everyone mm-hmm. to feel that they have to show that. And I hope that they can. Yeah. All right, so let's move to impact on affiliates, potential there. The biggest thing we talked about earlier is number of weeks you would have to prepare prepare and execute the old open, which was five weeks long. Right. It wasn't the easiest task. It's just what we did. We didn't know anything better. It's just how we operated. And yeah, it was tough. It was stressful, especially if you were competing yourself to keep everybody engaged for that amount of time. And it was always fireworks in the beginning and just sounded like, okay, let's just get to the end of the end. That's just how it always was. Right. The reason they took it down to three is that taking it down to three weeks in the open makes it easier on affiliate owners, period. It just does. Five weeks, three weeks, it makes it easier. Now, how you execute those things to keep it engaging, fun, exciting fireworks, as you said, is another thing. Right. That's on CrossFit. Can they do that? Absolutely. Should they do that? Absolutely. It's the open. It's freaking awesome. It's the largest participatory event in the world. It's the worldwide fitness, like we said, checkup. I mean, dude, that like that that moniker alone should have CrossFit throwing everything that they can into that. It should just I mean I'm like, <laughs> like it is the like it is the advertisement for what we do. It's your annual fitness checkup. We've been saying that for years. It should be a slogan. It, it like that's it. Yeah. Your annual fitness checkup, your annual fitness check-in. Especially, especially if the appearance of it not mattering as much, mm-hmm. then it's like you got to double down on the other side. Right. I mean, like throwing challenges out to exactly. actors and high-level sports people and Olympians right. and uh, firefighters and uh, you know service people and doctors and nurses. Everybody, mm-hmm. like it's got to be like we're challenging you. Come on, you Orange Theory people. Come right. on, you, you Red Hypothesis, M sixty seven, F forty five. You know, you 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 Bar Method people. You, uh, yeah. I mean, everyone. You know, all you Power Yoga. Like, come out and get, try it. Mm-hmm. Come come sh- come show what you can do. Right. It's got. It has to be that. That's. That's how you now make it important. If you're not going to make it important for the athletes, mm-hmm. you need to make it important for the CrossFitters, which right. is the general population. Okay. That is what I'd like to sit on for at least a couple minutes here, is that the Open 
Yes, the old Open used to matter more for the top athletes because it was a qualifier to semifinals. That is gone. Let's just get off that for a second and focus back on community. The Open really is now a worldwide community event. It doesn't matter what the top athletes are doing. The Open doesn't matter for them, but to say it doesn't matter for 95%, well, let's say 75%, (laughs) whatever. You get what I'm saying? It's like the Open matters differently now, right? It's not the top end qualifier to get people to the semifinals. That's just not what it is anymore. And we said this yesterday is I think now we're shifting our eyes towards quarterfinals. And just let's just look at that as like that's here to stay. That's the new pressure cooker open that we all loved from 2011 to 2018. And the more we hang on to the open name, nomenclature, and perception of what it used to be, the more frustrated I think people are going to get. Do you, when, when you say that, do you feel that if the quarterfinals is the new open or the, the version of the old open of the past, mm-hmm. then then what is that that's that's why i talk about okay then you need to have a definition or a mission yeah. statement of each one because it's like okay then what is the open that this first one that we're doing what is it mm-hmm. why is it important what are we trying to do with this particular thing yeah and and that's i that's why i think that the current open right you know if you if you if you have if you talk crossfit the umbrella of crossfit and you have the fitness methodology on one side of this line and here's the line. And then over here you have the sport of fitness. Mm-hmm. We do the exact same movements. We, you know, you, the, you, the training is different by intensity, not by type. The open is community. Yep. This is the methodology of fitness, the yes. fitness program. Keep going. Once you get across <laughs> that line, now we are into sport. Now we're in a sport. We're right. qualifying for the sport. That's the open now. Right. We're qualifying for the sport. We're not qualifying for semifinals. We're qualifying to play the sport. Right. It's like uh, tryouts to get on your local high school sports team. Everybody can yeah. play. We only take a few people. And guess what? Half the people we're taking are going to sit the bench the whole year anyways. Is the Open the fun run? Yes. Of the, yes. Uh, it's the, yes. It's the fun run of the Open is the fun. That's, what, that's where we're at community. now. That's, that is. <laughs> but here's yeah, the thing we watering it down fuck that's because uh, we're watering your previous love of what the open used to be if you look at it like that yes we're watering it down but at the same time we're just moving it up that's how i see it so yes it's a community event <laughs> the turkey trot of fitness sure yeah fine <laughs> but guess what thousands of people sign up for that shit all every year and they like their turkey trots they have fun and that's fine if the open is a community event <laughs> fun run of fitness fitness fun run like whatever you want to say but it it still does not take away of it being your annual fitness check-in and your annual fitness checkup it does not change that it's still there and there there this would demand a lot of that talk from HQ, dude. I'm telling you. I You are 100% correct, and, and I hope that's what they're doing. But that at the same time, I'll pick up that flag. Yeah. I, I, well, I am. <laughs> we are. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Yes. That, that is what the new Open is. The new Open is the community event 
if you want to call it your fitness fun run, fine. But I don't really see that as a negative if you look at the positives of what the Open now is supposed to be. It's not to qualify to the elite to semifinals or regionals. It's not that. That's gone. It's gone. It's there in a different capacity, which we'll get to. That's another race. It's a different race. Right. All right. So open your fitness fun run. Actually, that's fucking great, by the way. (laughs) It's great. I love it. Your fitness fun run to get to the quarterfinals. And now the sport begins. Right. The quarterfinals, when you look at top 25% moving on, it was the top 10% last year. I heard you and Brian and JR talking about, let's just call it half of those 10. I know you guys are like 50%, 3%, 5 like Say half of the people of the top 10% participated last year. Right. If that happens again, right, with 25%, you are three times that? Potentially. Potentially, right? But let's just say 50% again. That's the word, yeah. Let's just say 50% again. Okay. Now, of those qualifying people, like, it's significant. Impact on affiliates is we'll have more people doing, not the teams, the team doesn't change. It's only individuals and age groups that change volume. You'll have more people doing quarterfinals, which would be a five-day-long window to do somewhere around, let's just say five events. Last year, it was four days to do five events. Depending on your affiliate size, equipment, availability with space and timing, the quarterfinals puts a different strain on the gym depending on when you get the workouts. Maybe you can program them for the class. Hey, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday will be these workouts. Sunday, we'll have open gym. Monday, this will be the other workout. So at least you can maybe spread those around. But it does overall, instead of one workout on a Thursday, Friday night with some extras on a Saturday, I would say the quarterfinals could put a bigger strain, even if it's just a couple people on the gym, 100%. than the open day. Yeah, but now, absolutely. if you have a gym, making the top 25% obviously is much easier than the top 10%. You're going to have a much bigger demographic of people moving into quarterfinals. I I think, um, I I mean, even just purely on the numbers, you're looking at almost tripling your people that can get in. Right. You know, I think I think if I was to look at my people, I would I would about triple, maybe quadruple, who would be able to get in yeah. on that. I think mine used to be like eight to twelve people would qualify for quarterfinals. And you go move that to 25%, especially like when we saw, um, what was it? One muscle up. One muscle up for the men, no muscle right. ups for the women. Yeah. Like I, half the people that didn't make the top 10% was because of that damn muscle up. Right. Right. And Sony, yeah. On a, at two to three X. And you think that's fair? Now, right. Which, which I, which is totally fair. And the burden now becomes, uh, since we are increasing the level of athlete that is competing, mm-hmm. now you're going to have uh, you know either more or different types of equipment. The the setup is going to be a big deal. 
Um, guaranteed, we're going to be doing more shuttle runs in there. Without a doubt, one of them is going to have it. So you're going to have your 25 foot lane, or you're going to have handstand walks, or you're going to. I know that's London. a programming discussion it, later, but like, no, okay, totally. but like, I'll, I'll mark have, that. You're going to have these things you're going to have to contend with. Floor and plans, not a, equipment availability. Yeah. And it's by the day. You know, they, they talked about how they said, uh, I think Becky on the on the Instagram thing said, you know, you said that you wanted more time to get the workouts done. Right. And more time for CrossFit athletes doesn't mean more times to finish. It means more times to do the events that you wanted to do. You want to do them more than once. Right. Which means now... Ah. And are you turning those things in? Do I need to, are, are these events having to be done on this particular day? So now I'm done doing that one, even mm-hmm. though I got an extra day to do it. Or is this extra day, you have a day to do whatever one you want to do. And now the entire gym has to organize itself for event number one, two, three, four, or five or six or whatever one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that it forces the affiliate owner or the affiliate itself to have to adjust on the fly very quick yes and that is tough because these people yes you are doing it for them you you want to be able to celebrate your competitors Mm -hmm. your competitors in uh, guaranteed we've all had our competitors right they don't pay the bills no your gym members that are doing the fitness turkey trot they're the ones that are paying the bills correct so you don't want to shut them down so that these guys can step up. And that's, that will be a very, that'll be a tough line to walk. It will be. And the, here are the things that could potentially cause a big strain on affiliate owners. A two to three X number of qualifiers, depending on the size of your affiliate. I just, I think that's a decent range regardless if it's yeah, 200 totally. or 20, two to three times more people qualifying for individual or age group quarterfinals. And then what then you move to okay what is the programming going to look like which we'll come to that will have a massive impact on the ability to run multiple people one people no people depending on what you have access to what the floor plans look like how strict those are going to be boss had talked about being somewhat lenient, maybe going from open to quarters to an online semis format of how strict that could be. That will have a major impact on what the strain could and couldn't be. The time it takes to do these things, the length of these things, a lot of it really at the end of the day, the stress in the affiliates will hinder solely on the programming. 100% dude. Which, With that In that piece, that line that you just said, what have we talked about? Let's just jump to that then. For the last three yeah. or four years about how it's like it's been trip up after trip up after trip up after trip up. So here we are. I mean, do my arms are tired. I've been waving this CrossFit flag a long time. Mm. And every time I get I fall down flat on my face as I take the flag, bam, and I go down to the ground. I'm like, Stick that flag in the ground. And swing back up again. What is that? Uh, Don't, yeah, that, it's the Iwo Jima. Yeah, Iwo Jima. <laughs> I feel Don't it feels like that. This thing again. God, that'd like, be a that'd be a fucked up shirt out. to make, but that'd also be a good OG shirt. Yeah, it, <laughs> just dude. like all the soldiers wearing OG shirts, dude. but holding a CrossFit flag. I'm sending that to Ken. No, dude, I don't. I, that's almost that's borderline sacrilegious. <laughs> but OG. it'd be great. Those soldiers were OG. That's true. Anyway, true. anyway, okay. So um, let's but, let's but switch like, to programming. But, that, but that's that's the thing. It's like I'm hoping, like. We need, we need, the affiliate owners need yep. 
CrossFit HQ to not just step it up on the programming, but they got to nail it, especially on this first one. Yeah. And, and it's it. not even about like nail the balanced fitness test right now. It's like, <laughs> just don't screw over 80% of your affiliates that have 15 to 3000 square feet on an L turn that there are no 25 foot lengths or 15 foot ceilings yeah. in the gym. Yeah. All right, so let's talk programming because programming, I think we can loop back on leaderboard impact, athlete impact, judging impact, right? Yeah. When we look at quarter programming, last year's programming was, I mean, we've all said that freaking even Don Fall said it in an interview with Talking Fitness. It was way too hard and way too complicated for a quarterfinals test with the top 10% making it there. I mean, you had two workouts that you either could or couldn't do. So you're just like, okay, why did I sign up for this? Right? <laughs> that will happen. Like you said, you draw any line in the sand, someone's going to get left out. It's happened in the open since 2011. Shoot, we started a, we started one open workout with muscle-ups. Yeah. An open workout. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, it'd be like starting an open workout with a 500-pound deadlift. Like, well, f- what? <laughs> right? Same thing, Okay. That might be a little extreme, but to the point is though that programming will not fly with 25% and didn't fly with the 10%. That's what we're looking at. The floor plans and layouts, you had one that had 25 feet of handstand walking with a wall facing handstand pushup and ring muscle ups. Like how am I supposed to put all of that? In a camera frame, I have rope climbs, chest to bar pull ups, and bar muscle ups, but with some deadlifts. So, like, how do I, where do I put the camera to get the freaking rope? And where do I put my deadlift bar to the pull up bar? What if they're not all close to each other? With my pull up bars over there and my ropes over here, which is what my gym was, like, how do you, what do I do there? The worry that we see, I've seen come up is everyone's like, well, now the programming is going to be watered down. I'm like, pause. (laughs) Could it be? Yes. But let's look at, and this is where I say the new open, the new old open is now the quarterfinals truncated in a five-day window with five events. We'll just say five and five for now. The old open, which was five workouts that went really like the first week was, hey, everybody gets to play. Cool. Seven minutes of burpees. Fuck. But all right, here we go to, okay, here's some volume, a little bit of skill to eventually there'd be one or two workouts by the end. Like it was like week four was, can you do any of these things? If not, you're not going to regionals. Right. And everybody got like, (laughs) shit, I should probably work on my handstand pushups. Welcome to the open. You got to play. Now you got a little wake up call. You see where your deficiencies are at. And then, and then the last week was just like, who's willing to suffer to get to regionals. That's kind of the format. Yeah, Three well, weeks of, oh, okay, I'm in this. And then week four, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> slap. I'm not, I'm not who I thought I was. Slap. And then week five is like, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to go there to get there. I just don't. Yeah. Right? You can do that. Like, take one year of the Open and make that quarterfinals this year and tell me that's not going to be an appropriate test to get people to semifinals when we all said it was an appropriate test to get to people to semifinals. That programming wasn't crazy. It didn't oust the majority of the people taking the test. And now with 25% coming out of the fitness fun run, 
your demographic is actually much better than the old worldwide demographic used to be taking these open tests over the last the first eight years. Yeah. Why can't you do that? But we need to make sure is that, that whatever that programming may look like, the floor plans are minimal at most. Like, at most. <laughs> right. Uh, it's like, hey, everything needs to be in frame. You've got your wall ball shots. We can see you squat. We can see the target. At least you showed it was 10 feet, hopefully, for everybody. I didn't like the lunge steps versus the distance, but when Boz explained how nice that was to judge, I was like, Shh, in film, I was right. like, okay, you got me. I'll shut up about the distance thing. Eight steps that way, eight steps this way. Cool. We can see that. We don't have to measure the 25 foot line and then watch if you cross the line before your foot came off the knee, touched the, like, that takes that out. Maybe we don't do rope climbs in quarterfinals anymore. Or GHC sit-ups. We never did them in the open. No one cared. We still had a great test of fitness in the open, which is all like the thing we're clinging to, test of fitness, balance test of fitness, proving. We did that. We did that for eight straight years, for five. There are a lot of things, a lot of movements that we can do, or actually a lot of movements that we don't need to do on the online qualifier for these large groups of people. Exactly. And save that for the live competition. Like if you're talking pistols. Nope. Rope climbing. Nope. Uh, kettlebell swings. Nope. Uh, I mean, the, light, lightweight, high volume air squats, thrusters, <laughs> ring dips. Like you don't need to do those. Not that they aren't, not that they aren't good movements or great movements. Great. I love those movements. When I'm working but, out, fantastic. <laughs> but what you, again, what you're trying to do is you're trying to set up the entire, the the foresight that that Croft, that CrossFit's really going to have to take on this mm-hmm. is there are a lot of boxes to be checked. Yes. Not oh balance test good done, we did what we need to do. It's mm-hmm. like balance test, exciting test, able to work in all the affiliates. Not going to be something that we can't judge right away because even the and Brian mentioned it, I didn't even think about this, but the turnaround time for the judging. Of all of those, that's coming. Of all of those, it's going to be coming up. Like we got judging and leaderboard after the program. Oh, dude! I, it, like you have to be able to pick movements that are going to be easy to judge, so you don't need to take. I mean, it's so hard to judge those videos. Space wolves. Space, Space wolves. wolves. Oh, I haven't heard that in boxes. Um, that's going to be tough. And so again, right. another box to check. So there is a laundry list. But it's not that it's not doable, right? It's just like, hey. Look at the fucking list. Right. But here on what I'm quelling is this like doomsday attitude. It's not going to happen. That was a good word, by the way. Quelling. Oh, thank you. I don't even, I didn't even know I knew that word. Did I use it correctly? <laughs> I, I don't know. It sounded cool. Sounded quelling. great. Yeah. Uh, yes. But what we're trying to say is like, we're lo- positivity first until it's not. Is... We've done this before. We did it for eight straight years for five weeks. We can take five tests that was based for the whole world. 400,000 people taking this test. We, we executed this. We can do this with 100, top 25% that got, I would say, vetted yeah. into, into this. Yeah. And you don't need, as you said, rope climbs, GHD sit-ups, shuttle runs, pistols, 
wall facing handstand pushups. Ring like you don't need that in quarterfinals to get people to semifinals because you never needed it from 2011 to 2018. Or or if for some reason you felt the need to go some higher skilled things in the fitness open, then uh <laughs> then you could do those uh gateway type workouts. Yeah. Where it starts off with pull-ups and then it goes to chest bar, then it goes to bar muscle. If you need if yes. if you feel the need to do those things so that again. So that everyone can play, but then everyone can see where, because one of the coolest things I thought, and I, I always use this line when I was talking to our people was, it's the one time when you, person over there that's 57 years old or you're 50 years old or whatever, um, never really competed with anyone, but you're on the exact same leaderboard as the best in the world. Yep. You all had to do the same work. Maybe not the 55 because that, that's where things change, like to a 35-pound dumbbell. Mm-hmm. But everyone under there has that same workout where now you get to sit on that. And maybe you only got through the first part. Yeah. And then, because I still think it's important, jumping back to that real quick, is I think one of the firework things is you have to, you want opportunities for those people to get their first whatever. Right. You know, the double under, the chest to bar, the toes to bar, the ring muscle up, the whatever. Yeah. Um, you just don't start those in the beginning, but I think that would help with that. So yeah. they, they can do those things there. And then you actually start looking at fitness competition mm-hmm. as you get into the quarterfinals. Yeah. Yeah. Wex's comment. Do we want people in semifinals that can't do movements again? I can't handle another full zero score test. We fucking had that last year and it was the most ridiculous programming filter ever to get to regionals or semifinals. Yeah, the, remember we actually <laughs> said that they should have flipped them. That's just we part of the quarterfinal in the. Yeah. Did we say that they should have had that? Yeah, the, the quarterfinals quarter would have quarter been final? great regionals training program. Right. Yeah. No, like that's that's not a reason not to do something per se, but. Um. No, but then again, <sighs> it's like it, you. It, it gets back to the programming. You need to have your full team that is understanding where they're going from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. So that they can properly vet. And this goes also back to the, the mission statement. Who, what sort of athlete are we trying to, what sort of, what, what is the bare minimum that these athletes should be able to do? Yeah. Because if they can't do a movement, yeah, how did they get there? I mean, there might be some outland, outlandish thing or whatever because of an injury or whatever, but like generally speaking. Yeah. And again, we said it the start and we're going to beat this drum until we see what happens in quarterfinals, the programming, the floor plans will be the most important thing for quarterfinals. Not because uh, we had to, yeah. not even for balance tests or like filtering to semifinals. It's to appropriately challenge test and filter semifinals athletes, through those that wish to be and those that are just 25% coming in. And at all the age groups. At all the age groups. Which is, again, that even kicks it in another gear where the the programming needs to be so well done because you have multiple age groups that are doing it. Yeah. It's not just the open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's going to be so rough. Could be. Hoping not. But those cool. those are the reality. Like we're we're just having a real conversation. What are the pitfalls? Yeah, that's one of them. That's the one. Because if it's GHD sit ups, shuttle runs, and rope climbs, go fuck yourself. Or GHD sit ups, <laughs> rope climbs, and pistols, <laughs> which was an event. 
Yep. In the first quarterfinals, we're just like taking away the fact that it was 180 of all of them. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> all right. Programming, we've we've sat on that. That will affect how the impact on the affiliates. Floor plans, also majorly so. You can get a great filtering system without all the bells and whistles when it comes to movements and pieces of equipment. Easily. Easily. The um, next thing is looking at, and Brian actually made a great point, was the impact it will have on the leaderboard, judging, and how to basically filter all of these videos and score submissions with now potentially two to three times the number of people competing this year in quarterfinals. And if we just go on track record alone, track record alone, it's not been great. It's had its major challenges. This is the one where we look at the athlete impact because when you're now only taking 40 men and women to semifinals, especially in the bigger ones, North America, where it was 60, Europe, where it was 60, now it's 40, where games athletes from last year wouldn't have made these semifinals, let alone have the impact that they had at the CrossFit Games. Now we're talking about a very serious cut line to get to semifinals where the programming plays into a factor here. Can you easily judge this? Can you easily watch this, submit this score? Are we going to have the shuttle run fiasco? How do we manage the leaderboard? I think right thing off, first thing off the bat, you don't submit a score for all of them, you're out. None of your scores count. Uh, 100%. That's without it. That's without, goes right? without saying. Uh, don't program a one rep max deadlift in the open as a, a, its own event. That will totally skew an entire leaderboard for 40 people. <laughs> Well, I think I mean I think a lot of them are a one rep max thruster, a one rep max, max anything, one rep max anything. Right? We've said that for at least I have. Yeah, there's my hill I'll die on. But that is my one level of concern that I don't really have any concept or idea on, other than I hope they're ready. Yeah, dude, I I. Now, there's a way to hedge against this. Hiller has said this. We've said this. I know Brian has said this. JR said it yesterday, too. Yeah, using the, the public. reopening, because we've had this in the past. Yeah, a, totally. What do you call it? A, a peer review process of judging. Yep. Meaning, if you have passed your judge's course, well, also, too, is that anybody that is wanting to make quarterfinals, sorry, semifinals, has to submit a video on the leaderboard. Everybody. For public peer review right. judging from only the people who have passed their judges test. If you want to just do quarterfinals and see where you shake out, great. Your scores and your place on the leaderboard will be below anyone that does not submit a video. You can submit a video or you can submit a score, but if it doesn't have a video, it cannot score on the leaderboard. You can be right. on the leaderboard. And it's just like uh, having scaled athletes on the worldwide open. You can do scaled and you'll be one place below the last person who RX'd everything. Yep. Just do that. You have to submit a video 
for everyone. It has to be open, public for peer review of a process of thumbs up, thumbs down. If it gets a certain position, it moves up to the next level. There's an automatic filtering system there. And if you don't want to submit a video, totally fine. You'll just be below everyone who had yeah. submitted a video for semi. You're just not going to go to semis. And then we don't need to watch or ask anyone's video score if there isn't one, because you may have had the best scores across the world in either one event or all of them, but you didn't submit a video. Therefore, we are not even going to bother with you. You cannot qualify. We're not going to ask for it later. You cannot submit on a competition leaderboard without a video. And that's like, those are the initial stages. I mean, that, that to me is a no-brainer. It shouldn't even be... It, every Everybody, if you want to go to this step, must submit. Yeah. If you don't want to do it, you don't submit. Right. Okay, cool. No worries. Yeah, but you don't have going. to. Compete. But you're not going. Totally. Knock yourself out. That's part of the deal. Right. It's part of the deal. Um, I love the idea. And it, dude, I've been talking about that one for years. Yeah. For years. Yeah. Of saying, like, make the videos public so that everyone can see. And everyone can vote. Mm-hmm. And if there's an issue, I mean, like that way, CrossFit doesn't have to ask for anybody's video. They're all there for everyone to look and they can decide what they want to look at. Right. It's not the thing where they need to go. Let me see this one. All right. Now send us this one because we weren't really sure about that first one you sent. Well, I think we need to see another one. They're all on there. And then I think the other thing that that will do is it will force the hand of CrossFit to understand that, you know what? Everyone is looking at what you're doing. So if you say that this person was okay mm. and everyone's looking at him like, how, how, and this may be, you know, enough. This is like job security for Hiller, I guess. But like, if someone gets let through for reps that aren't good, then now CrossFit is now going to be like, Hey, we're going to be, we're going to be solid on these. The next thing that they're going to have to do, and this is them setting their standard. And I hope, you know, like it comes out in the rule book that this is how they're going to end up doing it is that if you get a no rep on a, I don't know, whatever, whatever yeah. the movement is, it's, it's yeah. a pistol, a handstand pushup, a, a, whatever. Um, if, you, if you get a no rep and you don't redo it, try, then I think that your, your workout at that point should stop. Ooh. It should stop. Because the reason I say that is because every single time they try to uh, assess a point, a time frame or whatever, it becomes a subjective deal and it's already subjective. I mean, I, I don't think that people are going to be throwing a protractor out on knees and things like that. But if, if you don't get it right, or they do, or they do, uh, you know, there's one, two, then we have a major violation and then we get into the, the second you 20%. get to like four, whatever it is yeah. that at that point off, you're done. You get, you will get, you will get the points the reps that you had up to that point. I mean, I said Rogue did. <laughs> right. And it's scared. I mean, it pissed some people off, but it's like the set. Scared everybody into doing it, right? Speaking, <laughs> speaking very parentally here, you drop the hammer once, then the kid's going to go like, oh, okay, if I do X, then this is going to happen. Yeah. Not like, well, they just said they would, but they didn't do anything. Well, they said they would, but they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, they're never going to do anything. I'm just going to keep on doing it then. Yeah. Drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. Tell them. And then drop the hammer and then be just consistent as hell on it. But small team, I don't know. You got the community to help vet it out a lot of the stuff. Right. Um, so make it easy on yourself with movements that are going to be easy to judge. Yep. Um, uh, you know, set up your space however you need to do it. 
so that everyone's looking the same way, facing the same way. And if they don't do it, pff, sorry, done. Mm-hmm. You didn't follow. You didn't follow directions. It'd be like if I went to a college exam, uh, SAT or an ACT test or whatever. Yeah. And I did the thing upside down. Well, I just I just wrote it. I'm sorry. You didn't follow directions. You're done. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. For the majority of that is, is a yes for me. What's like a no? It, I don't know. Like if, if you got no ripped on a burpee, I'm not going to stop your workout from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's certain things that yes. If you were in a race and you didn't do the burpee you were supposed to do and you never came back and did it, you wouldn't, none of your reps after that would count. I get it. It's the same thing. I know. It's harsh, dude. I, I get it. So that, I mean, if you were smart, if an athlete was smart, here's what they would do. If the, if the rep was 15 burpees, Mm -hmm. you would just do a 16th one just in case. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and this is another, you know, what if of the 60 double unders I was doing, I did 59 or I missed twice and my judge was one off. Like, does my workout get canceled because the clusters we had to do afterwards was actually the whole workout and that one didn't make or break that's tricky they follow the rules oh yeah follow the rules oh that's tough you're supposed to do 60 so do 60 Mm -hmm. i agree the video review as andrew was saying is like must get more strict and and tough must yeah and i mean and look i i'm i'm taking a very hard edge on it because I've seen way too many times. I mean, it takes the all the second, bullshit out. I get it. Set, yeah. I mean, it's like, what? I get it. That, and, and that's what Rogue did. Rogue did that. Yeah. You know, Rogue did it. And it was hard. There were athletes that maybe could have done some amazing things there that didn't mm-hmm. get to do anything because of whatever the reason. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, you can't just go, oh, my coach will, will set up for me and I'll just do it. Like, if you want to go, it's it's the same thing as like, you you put whatever supplement in your mouth. Mm. If you're an athlete, you know exactly what is going in your mouth. Not like, well, I didn't know. I just. Yeah. I mean, even if me it's a tainted this. supplement, you still get gives. a two-year ban. <laughs> That's the excuse everyone gives. Yeah, yeah. But give me a fucking break. You know what you're putting in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. You know if you're cutting it short. And if you don't, then you're, you're supposed to have a judge right there counting. Watch your videos back. Watch your videos back. You have an extra day now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to do that workout. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So that falls into judging. Back to the programming is make sure you program things that are judge visual video friendly, affiliate friendly. You can create magical, horrible tests of fitness and not need all the bells and whistles. Yep. All right. You don't need double crossovers. In quarterfinals to prove someone's ability to move on to the next level. Um, Okay, that impact on the leaderboard, cleaning up the leaderboard, taking all zero scores out, only taking video submissions, like, that's it. Like, I feel like that will help manage the volume coming in because if we have another rope climb shuttle run situation again... (laughs) Like people are going to get left out, especially in North America and Europe. People, people are going to get left out of semifinals that have made the games. And we don't want it to be because we couldn't 
view, judge, and assign penalties to all the people who were, and, and this is a product of people also just doing shady shit, fake scores and bullshit judging and bro reps, right? Like that's making it worse and harder for CrossFit. It's not their fault people are doing it, but we have to find ways to hedge against that easier than Dude, watching 15,000 videos. I, you know how I am, man. Like I'll always look to see, and I think part of this is when you program events or workouts or, or competitions, you, uh, it's actually a great idea. It's a fucking great idea. Hellish should start a video review process. He can watch athletes videos before they submit them. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's That'd be great. Um, go, but like, I'm always thinking like, okay, what is someone going to do? And so like, I, you know, I, this is a joke that I'm the loophole guy. And the thing, mm. the fact of the matter is every athlete is going to try to find the shortest line from point A to point B. Fair. Just to be fat. Doesn't mean that they're intentionally, I mean, there are some, we've seen them that full blown one percent intentionally cheating. are no. trying to cheat. Right. There are others that aren't trying to be a blatant cheater but they are very they know that they're walking the line so much that they're hanging on the other side they know they are and they go until they're told not to Mm -hmm. it's really easy and that makes that line very yeah very stern so i mean if you want to qualify for semifinals you should be taking every measure possible to make sure that everything counts yeah. And the programming shouldn't be in designed in such a way where it would take 20 minutes to set up your video. Yep. Weighing your plates and all that other stuff. Like, Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So that's leaderboard. That's judging. Peer review. Open leaderboard. Video submission. Filter out people before they even start s- s- placing their scores. I think that would help offset the massive influx of submissions on the leaderboard. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. I saw this in the chat a lot, and now we're going to talk about the headliner topic or phrase, money grab. That was thrown around. I mean, that gets thrown out anytime something changes. Oh, you got to pay for three days of semifinals? We used to go for free. It's a money grab. I'm like, it's fucking business, guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Before we hit on money grab, I've seen this a lot. We should have professional judges, a bigger team, more coverage on semifinals, more of that, more of this, all these things people want. Every single thing, one of those costs money. So how are you going to pay for all that? Is it just going to be for the open? Or can you create a new system that can allow CrossFit to make more money to help support these types of things of our wants and needs. Prize purses, judging, bigger team to vet the leaderboard. And with this 25% increase to quarterfinals, does allow CrossFit to potentially make more money than they did last year. I mean, I can't remember the number that we, we had last year, but it was like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. And I was listening to Brian doing the math the other day and it's like, say it's 50% again, like you have the potential to make like a couple million. Yeah. Great. 
all of these things you want CrossFit to do better, coverage, paying the athletes, professionalizing the judges, wouldn't you want them to implement a system that could help pay for all of these things? That's not a money grab. A money grab would be, we're going to open it up to 25%, and then we're going to do the same shit programming we did last year to cancel out 99.95 of you guys who can't even start workout one, and then we're going to keep the leaderboard as a dumpster fire. We're going to have people qualify for semifinals because you couldn't watch everybody's videos, but we still made $2 million anyways. That's a money grab. There's a difference. There's a difference in doing a business decision to help pay for new things to improve upon the brand, the experience, whatever it is you guys want that costs money to do, and doing something that could help fund or pay for something like that versus doing this 25% decision changing nothing, right? Executing nothing, improving on nothing, and then just collecting the cash. That's a money grab. So the way, the way you answer that, and I'm going to put Patrick's thing up here. We aren't seeing the money reinvested into the games, i.e. the broadcast. Okay. What does that mean? Um, so if money is being increased, and this is... Some, Are you talking about is, the master's coverage of the... Well, the- whichever, whichever. It, it, what, this is a good point in the fact of this right here. The way that CrossFit can show that it's not a quote-unquote money grab is if they tell everyone where the money is going to be going to. If you're saying, hey, we're going to be increasing all, we're going to be increasing the amount of uh, money that we're taking in on this, this, and this, it's going to cost this much, you're going to have to pay, you're going to have to pay. Yeah. Don't worry, things will get better. Nobody knows what the hell that means. If they're saying, hey, you know what, we're going to, uh, the open last year was $20. This year, the open is going to be $40. With that extra $20 that we have coming in, we have a projected amount of, whatever, say what the money is. And we're planning on taking that amount of money and it going to paying for this, for these, for mm-hmm. those. Then at the next stage, you're not going to have to pay if you want to do the uh, uh, masters or the open qualifier. However, since the current open is the fitness, the community fitness competition, okay. that's the turkey trot amount that when you now go to the competition which like i'm sorry if you're going to go to wadapalooza you're going to go to the granite games you're going to go to one of your local competitions you're not paying twenty dollars mm-hmm. to get into that competition you can't do a spartan race for twenty dollars right so if you go to any of those races and those are just participatory participatory events you're going to pay whatever the amount of money is it's going to be x amount of dollars hundred dollars whatever the amount is people sign up for that from this amount of money we're projecting we're going to have this much. Don't say that we're going to get exactly 300,000 people that are going to do it and it's going to cost us, but give a, put some data people in there and get a percentage, figure mm-hmm. out what the amount is and say, okay, we're going to, we have this projected amount of budget. This is going to allow us to do this thing here, to have broadcast for the semis, to be able to do this and this and this. And then you bump it up every single time as you go, mm-hmm. explaining to what we're explaining what it's going to be. Sure. It's not bad to raise prices on things or to get money if you're going to use it for something. I agree. Same it, point it, I was like, making. There, there, no, I know. I was just, I it, totally, I was just trying to re-answer what, uh, what Pat had up there. Well, how about, um, uh, look, here's the thing. It's like you guys in these fucking comments, you have no idea f- how the world works. No, it's like, I, show I, I me an itemized list. 
Ask the NFL to show you an itemized list of where all the money goes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but okay, you don't deserve that. CrossFit hasn't done a good job. I get of, it. History and, and so and said this is like that, history is not on their that. side. I'm not saying that they need to ask everyone for permission. No, I'm, I'm just saying, saying everybody you know wake the freak up and like have a brain about yourself of like no CrossFit has yeah. to just show you their banking records. No, dude. Well, what it is is these people are pissed not because they feel like they, that they have like they've been screwed over by CrossFit. Yeah, CrossFit hasn't done a good Allegra, job. No, they're not. Okay, CrossFit has not done a good job of improving. You're right, and that's yes, why I get that's it. That's why. So I'm not saying that they need to do this on a regular basis. What we need to do, like we would have never asked Greg before, because we didn't think we needed to. Right. But you know to to. To get everyone on the same page and to get us to be, they have to say and then boom. follow through. And I exactly yes, I agree. They so haven't done through. the second part as well. Totally, agree. And that's why the people that are on this side saying you want me to do what with my money now? Yes, but like, why am I going to do that? Okay, you know, I agree. But like the the idea that CrossFit should be so transparent, they should show you an itemized list of where their money goes is absolutely ridiculous. If they were to do that, wouldn't you go like, dang, okay, I can see exactly where the money's going. I get it. Would they have to do that all the time? No. But if they did that, imagine what that would do to everyone. Be like, it's like, well, okay, you're right. I guess I got nothing to say. Part of me wants them to do that. So people would be like, holy shit, I had no idea. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would take one, it would take one (sighs) season. It would take one season. And then they'd be like, okay, I, I get it. Patrick, name me one stakeholder that is way more important in CrossFit than the fucking NFL. Jesus. What are you guys talking about? The NFL doesn't have stakeholders as important as CrossFit. Are you kidding me? (laughs) What are you talking? It's a multi-billion dollar industry. You don't think any stakeholder, one in the NFL, could cover whatever the cost was for the freaking CrossFit season? Tell me that stakeholder matters less? No. Jesus. Patrick, you have gone off the deep end the last two days. <laughs> Affiliate owners. Oh, okay. You're, it's the wrong thing. That's what the open's for. And that's what part of quarterfinals for. But like, don't just throw affiliate owners as like this bend the knee too. Like the games has to do. What in football has the same thing? It's a different thing. Completely different. It's different. Jesus. This is the problem. Right? Part of the problem is that I, I said this on, uh, I was thinking it was on the, oh, death by the other day. It's like the good faith of meter of CrossFit is low, especially after the last it's five very years. Low. Very low. Yeah. So the say and trust and do, you can't. That's not going to work anymore. Right. They have to prove it and they have to show it, but they don't have to just sit there and just, bend the knee to everyone's opinion, which is totally off base with this whole show us your financial rap sheet. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous to a point though. I I think that as a, for people that have been hanging out over here, waving the flag for all this time and just have been felt like they've been kicked by, kicked by, dropped on. Yeah, but does anyone on, in this comments think they have been in depth of this any more than you or I have? 
I'm not. I'm not saying that. Well, I'm not saying that. Well, dude, I'm waiting for him to show it. I'm like, so am I, I and I, I work for the fucking I company. I don't know if I, dude. Honestly, I don't know. This is like when you like you have a girlfriend and you break them. Like, well, they'll they'll be different. You get back together. Up, uh, same shit happens, and it's like, oh, they'll be better, and they're not. Believe me, I've been through those relationships. Don't like to be in those relationships. Um, I'm wanting it not to be like that. I'm wanting. I'm wanting it to get back to where it's like, okay, I got you. We're good. I believe in you guys. But it's going to take something for them to show that. And I don't know. If I feel they, like this is a complete troll job. Can. Nice try, Allegra. If I actually took this seriously, God bless all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's fake. <laughs> and no, they don't. <laughs> oh, I know you haven't. My girlfriend's way better. Way better. <laughs> Laura's awesome. She's awesome. Um, yeah. But just like have some sense about yourself, not you, people. I know. I that are just like out here asking for the most absurd things. Like this is ridiculous. Now, is it off the heels of we haven't gotten it? Yeah. Totally. I get it. I'm just as frustrated as you are. I am. But have some sense about yourself when you like make these CrossFit should do whatever the, this, that, and the other, right? If they make more money in quarterfinals, we would like to see that reinvested into the season to do all the things that everybody wants more of. That's what should happen. Has that been the case? Not Still as much waiting. as we had hoped for. Still so if you have a sense of either pessimism or trepidation that you're going to get what you hope it is. You should feel that way. I feel that way. Bill feels that way. A lot of people do feel that way. I'm not saying don't do that, but like come back to reality a little bit of what you're asking for or, or assuming the worst. And I'd rather be wrong. Like I'd rather go in this whole tirade and you, someone clips this is like, look how wrong chase was. He says cross is going to do everything. And he didn't, I'd rather be wrong hoping it would get better than just sit here and shit on it 24 <laughs> seven. Like, see, I was right. I'm like, yeah, you were right. You've been saying it for a decade. Finally, you were correct. <laughs> you know? I'm sorry if that's the way I want to be wrong. <laughs> oh God. Uh, dude, there there's, you know, what's crazy is it, it's not the changes that is making all of this like the, the it's really not the changes that's stirring everybody up. Mm -hmm. It's not 25%. It's like you told us something big was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, you kind of perked us all up and I just don't want them to fall flat on their face again, because that means I have I to want reach to down either. again and pick up the flag again. And that's the part, you know, so it's like, I get I that. I want it to happen, dude. I want it to work. I want him like, we're back. It's yeah. We're here. Even if it's like, okay, it was a definite improvement <laughs> over last year. Like, right. I'm good for that. Like, I, I'm not saying it has to go from zero to 100. I know that there's got to be a, you got you to turn the boat. Take some time. I get it. Yeah. I just want the boat to start to turn at least. That's all. Yeah. I, I mean, I have zero fun having to report to 900 different affiliates that I am a steward of when things go wrong. Yeah. It is no fun. And then to try to balance that with like, 
I don't know, being a employee of CrossFit. Yeah. That's a hard line to walk sometimes, especially if it's something I don't agree with. That's okay. That's why I'm here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but I am agreeing that it's a prove it situation. Yep. A hundred percent. So could it be this 25% endeavor be a money grab? Yeah. If it all goes to shit and nothing gets better. Could it also be a great decision to help facilitate more things that we want? Yes. Money grab or an investment in the sport that we love so much. Yeah. Taxidermy, you're a fucking idiot. You have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Let's see. What dumb thing does Patrick have to say now? Also, I don't know or won't act like I know what the state of CrossFit finances are, but I also know that changes aren't immediate. Right. That's true. They are not immediate. And they, what change is immediate? Tell me someone that knows a worldwide business that's in charge of hundreds of people and 13,000 affiliates across the world and another thousand trainers that you can make an immediate decision and just turn the page of the company. Those times are gone. Greg is not here anymore. It's not that easy to do. It was a lot easier when it was just one person like, hey, we're going that way. We're like, oh shit, okay, here we go. Right, right. (laughs) It doesn't happen anymore. It can't. It's impossible. What is this? (sighs) I love how people watch someone's one video and just like think that that's what's going to happen. I hope you got, I fear for y'all that react to like 30 second video clips you see on the internet. (laughs) Imagine if we took everyone's like words that came out of their mouth as like absolute fact and truth. We'd be all over the place. All over the place. So to wrap here, what does this all hinge on? On it being... Great for affiliates, athletes alike to move into the quarterfinals, into the semifinals. It's like, who knew that like programming is really like the foundation of the quarterfinals of how this is going to go? Oddly enough. I love that though. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's, I mean, job security, if nothing else, right? <laughs> we, yeah. we get to predict it, to analyze it, right. showcase if it worked or not. I mean, that's three shows right there for each one. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about for sure. And y'all not got to worry about me. I'm doing just fine. I'm glad I get to be where I am. I'll say that much. <laughs> I'll say people should be glad that I am get to be where I am. Because you don't want a bunch of people who are not wanting. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Not wanting the best for the affiliates, as Patrick said, and the community at wide to be in the position that I'm in. I think. <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm. You know I'm what I mean? Honestly, I think that um, <sighs> it's going to sound weird. I think it's almost risky that they have you in that spot for them. And the reason I say that is because you 
come from the old school you were in the trenches like you get you get all the feels and and know what it what it what is happening what a lot what happens a lot with a, especially as organizations get bigger mm-hmm. is you have people that are making the decisions that forget what it's like to have their feet on the ground and they do operate in a, in a in a vacuum and so they don't really understand the impact of the, of the decisions that they make so mm-hmm. I think it's good, at least, or, or and hopefully that when you are there, they hear what you say. Since you're, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine of the other people that are there. Like, you have to be one of the the closest removed. You know what I mean? Into that position. Yeah. Um, like that's valuable information for the affiliate reps to be able to explain to the higher ups is that mid management of this is really what's happening on the floor. Right. Because that's huge. Because everyone else from way up above, like they're going to make decisions and they don't know what I do in my gym. It's like, Oh yeah, you open up the doors, you run some classes and you get affiliate fees and that's what you do. And it's like, no, that's not what I do. Right. I mean, maybe on paper, that's very surface. Like we change people's lives on all kinds of different levels in funky old warehouses or strip malls or whatever else. Mm -hmm. And so don't act like what I do is not important. Like I going from a fire captain Mm -hmm. to just a gym owner or coach. Like it was, it was always easy. I could say, Oh, it's like, well, what do you do? I'm a fire captain. It's like, Oh, you're one of the heroes. (laughs) Like, what do you do now? I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. Okay. Douchebag. Right. You're like, you no, know? no, no, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's I've like saved more enough. lives coaching people in a gym than I ever did pulling people out of a fire. Well, <laughs> exactly. I have a buddy now that was one of my firefighters and he's getting ready to retire soon. And he's like, dude, what I love is that like you are now teaching people to get up. I'm the one that's actually picking them up. Ah, uh, yeah. And that was cool. That, yeah, that was super that's cool. cool. But it's like, you know, you forget the people that are way up there. They forget what I'm doing in the mm-hmm. gym and the impacts that are made on me from the higher ups, you know? And so I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're there. I, I still think it's risky for them. And I hope that when you, I hope that you're allowed to speak your mind, um, at least yeah. be able to vet that out mm-hmm. in, you know, so that they can hear it. So they hear what's real. Cause they right. really aren't going to hear something. They're not going to hear something from us that they don't want to hear. I don't think really, you know what I mean? I mean, they should, they should listen to everybody. They, they should, but I think it'll go more through the rep than it will go through. You know what I mean? And yeah. then that's decided whether it's going to go or not. I, yeah. I, I, I take, I hope they hear like what you, what you have to say and like what, you know, what Katie Hogan has to say on my side and whatever. Sure. Yeah. And I'll like, I'll never say like, sure. I, I mean, clearly I am opinionated and I stand by those. I'll never say something that maybe would go against what could be happening at a certain time, whether, I mean, we do it all the time with the game season programming. Yeah. It'll never be of ignorance and with intent to tear down. Right. It'll all come from a place of, I maybe love you we so missed much, the boat. Why can't it be better? Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, I'm, this was right. all accidental, but like, I love CrossFit. Like what CrossFit is. CrossFit is not an office building in Santa Cruz, California. That is not it. CrossFit, the thing that Greg gave us, Greg gave us CrossFit, the community. 
is the greatest thing to ever happen to me in my life. Without hyperbole, it gave me every single thing that I love and cherish dearly in my life. Without CrossFit, I would have never met my wife. And everything that comes with it, kids, family, friends. Without CrossFit, I wouldn't have met the inner circle of friends that I now have going on 15 years, that we still all live next to each other, our kids are the same age. Without CrossFit, I would have never opened up my own affiliate and run that for a decade and try to have the same impact on other people's lives as CrossFit, the first affiliate I ever went to and my coach impacted mine. I would have never met Bill. He's one of my best friends. This podcast would not exist if it wasn't for CrossFit. Everything that I hold dear in my life is because of CrossFit, not because of a board, not because of a CEO, not because of Greg Glassman, not because of Dave Castro, because of what CrossFit is. And now that I got to work with media in the broadcast department, I got to be on seminar staff for seven years. I got to own an affiliate for 10. I got to compete in the sport at a very low level at an early time. And like all of that is because of walking in day one, December, 2008 to Fran in a cold CrossFit gym. I'm taking all of that to actually getting, be able to work for the company and holding on to all of those same Values, morals, optimism against things that push off, push against that. I'll push back. But I will also try everything I can to make sure this does move forward in a direction that we all want it to go. And it can't move forward if everybody's pushing against. And that's where I get upset because it's not like I don't have the same feelings and opinions of those that are trashing on it at times but I'm just going to put myself in a position to try to fix whatever that problem may be. And as Bill said, is that maybe one day that would actually get me in trouble, (laughs) but that's who I am. That's where I come from. So if I get angry at you, it's not because I'm working for CrossFit or I'm saying that because of CrossFit. I'm saying that because that's how I truly feel and believe because that the only way it's going to get better is if we try to make it better, not rip the fucking thing to the ground. Cause guess what? If that's all you want to do, you're going to succeed. And that's where I have the problem. Well, and, and again, the, the answers aren't always just, well, do this and it'll all be better. Well, give us, you know, give us more things and it'll be better. Well, yeah. make the broadcast on there and everything will be better. I mean, there are a lot, there are a lot of variables and a lot of pieces and a lot of things that either we can't do or even that the higher ups are, are unable to do. And even if it's like Don Fall, there are a lot of things that, I mean, I think Glassman said it on uh, Sevon's podcast when Sevon asked, do you think Don can get CrossFit back? And he was like, man, he has a tough job <laughs> because it's not him doing it. He's, he's the headpiece, yeah, but he is not the one that gets to make all the decisions. Right. So it's a, it's a tough position for, you know, for everyone that's involved. And I love that I'll take the passion <laughs> that everyone has as um you know it it's easy to be angry when you're sitting there you know on, on your couch or on in your bed or yeah you know wherever it was you're just kind of watching the shows or looking at the stuff or whatever and, and like you want that initial fix 
it's just harder than what it is. And I get pissed off just as much as everybody else. Believe me. Like when I saw the things come up, I'm like, fucking my first response, fucking dumb. We had to get it all out before we hit start. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I get it. But uh, you know, as with most things, it's like, okay, let me just sit down for a second. Let me just look like Mm -hmm. what, what really is going to be important here? What really are going to be the ramifications? What, what really do I need to deal with? Mm -hmm. Or, what really can I, can I even affect? You know, Starbucks never tells me that they're going to raise the price on my coffee, and I still go there. Right. That I mean, I go up there and I like go to pay with the app. I'm like, what? It's three what now? Yeah, six coffee. what? <laughs> when did that change? Well, it changed last week. Shit, I've been doing it for a week. I didn't even know. Yeah. God dang it. So yeah, um, business is business. We all understand that. We all want to know that like CrossFit is taking care of us. Because we want, because we all love it so much. Even even the people that hate it, they were all here at one time, and it's kind of like when they they've been uh, dumped by a girlfriend or dumped by yeah. a boyfriend or whatever. So there's that. I, I get it. Sucks. Yeah, we've all I get it. We've been there. <laughs> so we were in that relationship. I mean, it's different than getting dumped after three years. Try fifteen. Yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> totally. I'm like that person who's in that like just horrible, like toxic relationship, but I just can't let go. <laughs> Dude, that's what I said. Like, I'm the guy that like I I, I don't want to I'm not I've done that before. Yeah. I never want to do that again. <laughs> never. So CrossFit stop making me do that. <laughs> I know. Asymmetric here says anybody not like you. Yeah, I know two girls from Canada that uh didn't care for me very much. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Man, There's a lot. Up, they came up fast. Woo! Here's the thing. If anybody, like if everybody loves you, then you are like the fakest human I've ever met on planet Earth. (laughs) Like if you're not pissing some people off, then you're not being true to yourself. That is true. And yes, I know you guys do a good job of gaslighting me. Fuckers. It's all good. So you Allegra, you got me today. And Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Wrap it up here. First of all, thank you guys for rolling with us. I know we kind of hard righted there, but I feel like it was actually a part of the discussion of, you know, do these changes do they matter? Do they matter? And yes, they do matter. Yeah. Yes, Janelle. Hashtag cancel chase. That fits well too. <laughs> Two C's. You got alliteration. <laughs> um it's a wait and see game. That's all it is. And that's that's unfortunately that's all we can do. I'll be on the hopeful side of, hey, there's a, there, here's the thing. There's a way to turn this thing around and make it great. And I think maybe that's where most people get frustrated is they see it. And like, why can't you see it? Yes, dude. Like, can you just send them this podcast, this particular video? Just say, hey, I'm not going to say any words. Just slide it under the door. (laughs) Seal it. it. (laughs) You should read this. Just. It's like uh, it's like when the detective shows you like these secret photos he's been taking of like like your mistress or something, and it's like I demand fifty million dollars. And I get I it; that's this. the frustration because the community sees a lot more than say the higher ups may see, especially on the board, because you're on the ground. You're you're like your boots on the ground. You guys are in the thick of it. You you do see it, and that's where and I and I understand the frustration there. I understand the mistrust. <clears throat> I'm going to keep trying. And I say like, I'm going to do this is like, I'm, that's just where I am as a human. Not, not any other places. Like I need CrossFit to stay great, be great, be better, improve, because this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is be a part of this thing. Not the company CrossFit. 
Yeah. Just like what, all, what every, everyone else is, fr- like whatever reason you're mad or hate or happy, like whatever that reason is, it's because clearly you have a passion for CrossFit. And whatever capacity that might be in for you in your life, so we're all on the same page. We just approach it two different ways. So I get it. So if I got frustrated with you today, my apologies. <laughs> we're all coming from the same place, just looking at things differently. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Oh, hey, they don't represent all Canadian girls. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Good times. I think if I ever go on the Savon podcast, I don't know how much I've ever actually talked about that day in detail. Hmm. Not to say like I should go on the Savon podcast. Hey, Savon, you should have me on the show. You were on the show. I loved it. That was fun. I love going on the show. Yeah. And Patrick, I love you too. I did a, uh, I did a, uh, a call in with him the other day. Like you just called in the show? Yeah, I was watching. He, he was on there. Um, it was the more. It was yesterday morning, actually. And oh, really? I, I, I called in, um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know." Uh, I, I just wanted to see if it worked. He's like, "Oh, what are you calling in about?" I'm like, "I just wanted to see if it worked." <laughs> so we just started talking, and it was cool. Um, he said that uh, he was going to try to set up a show with me and him and uh, Glassman on it. Oh, I'm like, dude, that'd man. be sick. How sick would that be? I would just sit there in a corner and not say a word. <laughs> I, I would just do this thing. What, oh, what is this? I can find out. I can turn my camera off, but everybody can still. Oh hear me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just out here in the corner. I'm over here. I'm over here. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> oh, you guys are great. You guys are great. I tell you what. There's nothing more meaningful than to be able to like have it out with people you're talking to, and everybody's still cool at the end of the day. Hundred percent. So I respect the shit out of you guys. Plus, I mean, it's a little unfair. It's like I'm using words in a camera, and you're just like, yeah, unfair to you, not to me. Right, right. Yeah, I don't have to pull up your comment. Oh, all right. Anything else? No, yeah. Any closing? I gotta go, coach. Dear programming. Uh, all right, teams. Who knows? Maybe we'll do something tomorrow. Do we have no, things? Probably. No, actually, I can't do tomorrow. I got uh, I got my affiliate owner summit coming up for the South yeah. Central. So we got like 170 affiliate owners, gym managers, and partners coming into Fort Worth, Texas tomorrow. We're going to Cross It Iron Horse, which used to be called Hell's Half Acre. Oh, Huh? Uh, yeah, dude. The the qualifying site of the 2009 and 2010 South Central Regionals. Is that where you did the, the drag? Which is where I qualified to the CrossFit Games. Did you guys have a... That was sectionals. That was sectionals. Oh, that was sectionals? Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. So it's at CrossFit Iron Horse. Candace Wagner, former Ruiz, yeah. is yeah. the owner. Cool. And did I walk through there and it was just like, I think it's going to be the, like the best place. That's cool. The best place. I got a lot of memories there. Candace, obviously Breck Berry, he's coming. Yeah. Oh, like, cool. Just a, a lot of OGs coming up. Uh, so that that's cool. And I mean, gosh, we should have let it off the show. If you guys last this long, good for you. Uh, Chad. Oh, Worldwide right. Chad coming up on Saturday, Veterans Day. Yeah. Uh, go to the Step Up Foundation, sign up, register for chat. If you're going to do it, please donate. Just like they have for Murph. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, Step Up Foundation. But um, 
Is this it? Yes. I think. It might be different. Um, but Chad, a thousand box step ups for time, 20 inches. Uh, here we go. Chad 1000X, Sarah Wilkinson. She uh, basically created this hero workout for her late husband, who was a victim of veteran suicide. This is a couple years ago. Uh, I know Sarah personally. Uh, we worked on staff together. I had never met her husband before. But Chad 1000, it's on Saturday. It's basically like Murph for Veterans Day, Murph Memorial Day. That's what this is. If you're going to do it, please register. You just go to chad1000x.com. And it's like a 20, 30 buck. And it's just go to support uh, veteran suicide awareness. Uh, yes, Sarah is amazing. Um, and, and that entire thing. So please, if you guys are doing that, consider donating. If not, do it. It's uh, have you ever done it? Do we do it? We do it every New Year's Eve. Oh, you do it on New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So we, we step into the new year doing that. Yeah. So give it a shot. I've done it. It's uh, it's an experience. Yeah, it's a grind. It's a, yeah, it's a grind. It's an experience. I love, uh, Sarah had talked about this, was uh, <clears throat> the thing with people with, with suicide is they, they said there's like these people usually suffer in silence. And 95% of those like you could never peg like that was going to happen. Right. Right. And she talked about the beginning of Chad and the music's pumping and everyone's joking and just stepping up and they're 50 in, 100 in. And then about the halfway point, everybody stops talking. And everybody is thinking about the ruck straps dip, digging into their traps, the weights bouncing off their tailbone, the sweat coming off their nose because they're just looking at down at their toes the whole time. Calves are starting to bark at him, maybe the arches of their feet. They're starting to realize what the next 500 is going to be. And that everybody just sits there in silence and just grinds through it. I thought totally. that was that was a really um, humanizing element of Chad when it comes to what this is for. I thought that well, was pretty it, intense. It's it's different than Murph because you can just keep stepping, and so it's like this nonstop, very internalizing. Like with Murph, you kind of like you, you, you. There's like you know, go and stop, go and stop, go and mm-hmm. stop. How long do I have you look around? You don't have that. You don't want to step off the box. You don't want to miss the box. Um, I do it with a bar, a 45 pound bar. Ooh. Um, yeah. I've done it with my kid. I had her on my back the whole time. <laughs> she, did she stay there the whole time? It was like, like one of those little, like, uh, can't like rucking or just no. Yeah. Just what? Just on my back. No way. Yeah. Had her on my shoulders for a couple. Had her on my back, and then I got to like seven fifty. She's like, "Daddy, you're too sweaty." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." So then I had I just grabbed a, a bumper plate. And held I feel like plate. that's harder for her to just like koala you for seven hundred and fifty well, step ups. I have long arms, so I could get under like her butt. So it's like she just Still, was like hanging on there. So that's impressive. But it it is a it's a mind like you you go brain dead. Mm-hmm. It's like you get it's a, probably I think one of the most internal internalizing. Um, workouts that we've done just because it's so long yeah so that's a good one so good one. uh all right oh look at that it's my girl right there. she may be biased but uh, she's not wrong she's not wrong she's not wrong 
All right, everybody. Thanks for rolling with us. Thanks for just digging in, challenging us, voicing your opinions. We do sincerely appreciate it across the board. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, For Veterans Day, to all our veterans around the world, those that came back and those that didn't, thank you guys so much for everything that... (laughs) The ability that I get to be on here and just like talk because of your service and sacrifice. You know, you guys deserve much more recognition and appreciation as maybe the uh, outside world gives you. So thank you to all our veterans. Happy Veterans Day coming up. Do Chad. Thank you, Sarah, for putting all that together. For my affiliate owners who are in the South Central, I'll see you on Saturday. Bill, have a great rest of your week. You too. See you guys next week. Later, guys. Later, guys.